Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric Kane, Matt Ray, VolQuest.com. It is game week. Congratulations for making it to game week. But uh, we still know what moves the needle here at VolQuest.com. So something we're going to do each and every week, I'm going to sit down with Matt Ray, and he's going to tell us what is going on in Tennessee recruiting. He's been out on the trail already the first couple weeks of the high school football season. He'll tell us who he's seen and who is planning to be at Tennessee for upcoming official visits and just normal visits, unofficial visits. So, uh, Matt, real quick, dude, it's, it's been fun so far, but it's a fast and furious start to the high school football season, and Tennessee seems to be all over the place with uh, September 1st, this Friday, being the first time coaches can be out and, and watch some of these guys. Yeah, I mean, man, it's high school football season started, and it snowballed in a hurry. I mean, five games in two weeks for me. Um, you know, I had a chance to also get through Calvary Day School and see Jake Merklinger. To see a lot of different guys that I really wanted to see earlier in the season and get some really good competition. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's been exciting, Eric. And I, I think for a lot of guys, it starts to get more exciting on September 1 when coaches can get out on the road and, and you know, continue to evaluate and see the pieces – you know, that they may recruit in the future with 2025s, 2026s, um, you know, continuing to try to battle for 2024, so on and so forth. So ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, this is the best time of the year if you're a high school recruiting junkie, in my opinion. Signing day is huge, um, but but right now there's so much action going on because you see those commits and a lot of that haze in the barn um, by this time of the cycle nowadays. So you see some of those commits that you've been excited about all summer long as a fan, and then you you get to, you know, see them put it on the field on Friday nights. And for me, you know, you have a, a few months of covering those guys, and then you get to go out and, and see them piece it together, and it's something, you know, different outside of just the recruiting world. Now, obviously, recruiting updates come along with it, but it's just well, – it's the best time of the year, man. Well, you have been out, like I said, the first couple of weeks of the high school football season. Week number one, you went and checked in with uh, Tennessee five-star – a wide receiver, Mike Matthews. What did you see from the five-star, and, and how's he looking so far in the early going? Well, yeah, absolutely. I think with Mike Matthews, you know in a lot of ways what you're going to get there from him. He's a guy that is going to you know, be electric when the ball's in the air, when the ball's in his hands. But ultimately, the thing that stood out to me the most about Mike Matthews was just how physical – he was in this season opener against Kale and embraced it. I mean, bloodied lip, guys taking swings at him. But I'm talking finishing blocks downfield, finishing blocks to the sideline, pancaking guys. Um, just something that, you know, I hadn't seen from him. You know, I, I just hadn't really seen that side of him, I guess is the best way to say it. But just a guy that ultimately – um, has embraced that. Has probably added about eight to ten pounds since last season, from what he told me, and he felt like he needed to do that to bring upon this physical aspect that you see right here. Um, he knows that he's going to be expected to block at the next level if he wants to get on the field early. It's not just going to be about running pretty routes. Um, he knows that's something that's expected of him at Tennessee, and that's something that you know he's taking some pride in. Um, you know, so ultimately for me, that was exciting to see you know, for Mike Matthews. Never doubted him as a competitor, but I think that physicality part of the game was always some of his biggest critiques as you talk to people. Like, maybe he's made for a USC. Maybe he's made for a Tennessee. Maybe he's made for an offense that, you know, doesn't necessarily do so much physicality stuff, which I think is, you know, kind of along the same lines as Tennessee's offense is gimmicky. I think Tennessee's pretty physical, even if it's on the boundaries. 
Um, but for Mike Matthews, that's something that really stood out in game one of the high school football season for me. Yeah, Tennessee's highest rated recruit, five-star Mike Matthews off and running. Another highly rated recruit, one of the best players in the state of Tennessee for one of the best teams in the state of Tennessee. Uh, Matt, that is linebacker Edwin Spillman. Ironically, uh, you've got an 0-2 star for his squad, but they have been tested for sure. A big-time game when you went to Lipsum Academy, or we, we went and checked out Lipsum Academy against IMG and, of course, Caleb Beasley. But how did Edwin Spillman look at the linebacker position? Man, Edwin Spillman does so much for that Lipsum Academy defense. And if you start talking to people all around Lipsum Academy, it's no shock. You know, like that. This is who he was last year, but he looks to me, he's physically advanced from where he was last year. He's at a good weight, he's at a good definition. His speed, you know, has continued to improve, but he is in total control of the game right now. Um, just pursuing the ball from inside out, making plays on the edge. I don't know for sure how many tackles he had against IMG. It was double-digit, multiple tackles for losses. One of the better high school hits, clean high school hits that you'll see. Um, you know, a little vol on, future vol on, future vol violence when, you know, he, he brought the wood against Jonathan Eccles um, early in that IMG Academy game. But Edmund Spillman, um, is off to a great start to his senior season. Um, you know, Lipscomb Academy will look to get their first win this week after, you know, starting 0-2, as you said. But for Edwin Spillman, you know, as an individual, um, and there's things obviously that he'll need to clean up, and he'll be the first one to tell you that. Um, his season started really, really solid. And he's a guy that I think will have a chance to climb the rankings. Um, Charles Power on hand for the IMG Lipscomb Academy game. Um, director of ranking and scouting and on three. So he had a chance to see what Edwin did firsthand and, and was very dialed into that. So for, for Edwin Spillman, I don't think he could have scripted the individual start any better. Let's shift from Tennessee commits to some Tennessee targets and a couple of these really top targets, hopefully gaining some momentum as the year goes along. And I love to remind people, hey, Josh Heupel, he has closed really well the first couple of cycles here at Tennessee. You think back on National Signing Day a few years ago, Tyree West, James Pierce. Last year, Arian Carter, David Hobbs, Khalifa Keith was a late get as well. Uh, let's turn our attention to an athlete. Tennessee likes him at wide receiver, but a lot of teams, including Georgia, likes him as a defensive back. That would be Cam Michael. Yeah, absolutely. Had a, had a chance to see Cam Michael in person back um, at one of the earlier recruiting events coming out of the spring. And a guy that when you see him, he, he pops right away. He's very, he's very, um, you know, physically defined for, for a skill guy already looks like he's a college ready wide receiver, but ultimately for Cam Michael, um, you know, I think you see him doing a lot of things here on film and, it's been such a unique recruitment for him. I think people thought he was a Georgia lock early on. No way he's going to make it out of this Georgia official visit in June. And then he makes it out of the Georgia official visit. And then, oh, Georgia's going to push for him hard in July and early in August. Oh, he's already almost made it out of August. Um, and the longer that this one goes, the more it feels like Georgia – is losing a little bit of steam now. It would be unwise to write the home state Bulldogs off, but I think ultimately at the end of the day, Cam Michael has settled in on wanting to play offense. Texas A&M, Kentucky, South Carolina, Georgia Tech, 
Colorado and Tennessee are all giving him the opportunity to play offense. He's taken a deep dive into what those offenses look like. He's visited those schools. He's comfortable with those schools. So fall visits are going to be big for him. Um, You know, he's yet to see a game day atmosphere in Knoxville. So Tennessee had the opportunity to either get him up for November 18th against Georgia or earlier in the season, which would be against South Carolina. He's opted to move that visit up to September 30th, and he'll see the Vols that weekend. Um, And, and, you know, we'll see where his recruitment goes from there. But as you said, Josh Heupel has been able to close. Um, You know, there were some guys that, you know, last fall they took their official visits to Tennessee during those Florida weeks, those Alabama weeks, and they didn't just jump right into a decision. But a month, a month and a half later – Tennessee still was able to hold a lot of momentum from those, you know, in-season visits and blow them away with that game day experience. They'll have another chance to do that with Cam Michael. I think you have to keep an eye on Texas A&M in this one. The Aggies are are more than in play there. Um, it's quiet, but they're they're definitely deep in this one, in my opinion. And I think Colorado at least holds some intrigue from him. I won't write off the Kentuckys and and the South Carolinas. I think he's looking at every program from a different angle playing time, how he'll be used as a wide receiver, academics factor into this one pretty heavily. But I I really think right now the biggest threat to Tennessee and Cam Michaels recruitment is Texas A&M, and the Aggies are going to be dangerous. Another Tennessee targets, and, you know, kind of early on in here, but we'll be working to try to get him to campus. Big offensive tackle, IMG Academy. He was on display uh, you, you were you were for, for firsthand got got to see that action, of course, against Lipscomb Academy. But a really nice prospect in Jordan Seaton got got a lot of a lot of praise on social media. Kind of where is Tennessee at in this one? And obviously, when you think about recruiting the off the tackle position, it's not been the best for Tennessee the last couple of cycles. Uh, but if you can really get in this one, that'd be huge. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you compare Jordan Seaton with Bennett Warren, man, this offensive line class yeah. starts to look starts to look really, really good on paper. Um, Jordan Seaton, to me, is one of the more polished offensive tackles that I've seen coming out of the high school level in some time. Just a phenomenal athlete, um, really impressive size. Just, I, I think if you watch the IMG game um, that was on ESPN um, this past weekend. Um, the quarterback broke a long run, and you know who was running stride for stride with him as he broke it was Jordan Seaton, six foot five, um, two ninety five, running stride for stride. Yeah, running stride for stride with him, Jordan Seaton. So he, he's got a really mean streak. He finishes his blocks really well. It's really hard to get a judge for you know his recruiting process because I think he's taken a lot of things into account. Um, you know, he's looking at playing time. He's looking at, you know, certain styles of offense that he thinks fits him. But he took some official visits already. He's going to take a lot more in the fall. Um, you know, tentatively slated to be here for the UTSA game on 923. Wouldn't just confirm that that was locked down. But it feels like Tennessee's got a really good chance to get him here that weekend. And that's where the Vols have to make a move. I mean, I think when you look at it, all these schools that are set to kind of host Jordan Seaton this fall – all know that they have to knock those visits out of the ballpark. And then his final month is kind of somewhat free. Somebody needs to get him back to campus unofficially, and maybe multiple programs do so. Um, But you have to knock that official visit out to where you have a chance later in this cycle 
to really be able to lay your pitch on the table and try to land a talent like Jordan Seaton. But, man, he's, he's probably only going to climb the on-three rankings. Um, Shannon Terry, very high on Jordan Seaton, believes – Tweeted out that he believes he's one of the best possible prospects on the offensive line that he's seen a long time. Um, Charles Power was also, again, there that day at Lipscomb. So a lot of folks have had a chance to, to put their eyes on Jordan Seaton. He's ranked as the number 23 overall prospect in the country and seems like he might, you know, start to ascend even more. So it's, it's a big boy recruitment. But for Tennessee, you've got a lot of pieces already locked in on the offensive line. You can go swing big right now, and, and Jordan Seaton's a big fish, no doubt. But, you know, the Vols, the Vols have their work cut out for them. Um, I'm not, re- not ready to call it a long shot in any way, but it's it's an uphill battle. Yeah. Uh, last one I want to highlight here, uh, Desir Smith. He's a you know defensive lineman for the state of Georgia. Um, he's not highly ranked, but I think he's a guy, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but probably a guy that could probably shoot up, you know, when they – and they re- redo those rankings here in the fall. But a guy Tennessee's been in on for a while. Kind of where where are the volunteers at in this one? And kind of what have you seen from his game getting out there and watching him in person? Yeah, you know, I think with Nazir Smith, I've, I've asked a lot of questions about him and I've talked to some folks I really trust in the state of Georgia um, when it comes to evaluating talent, knowing, you know, what the, the real ins and outs of some of these recruitments are and what's going into – some things there and explosiveness, athleticism, and the fact that he's pretty raw usually always turn up with Nazir Smith. And I think he'll tell you all those same things. Um, but the main thing is he just hasn't played a lot of football. Um, he's, he, he's at Grayson. It's, you know, a, a huge program. He, he focused on basketball early in his career more so than he did football. And you can see that. You can see that athleticism with him. You you can see his footwork and how that's kind of all worked into things. But he's started to add weight. He's heavier than he's been. He's really long. Um, he's starting to understand, you know, the the way to use his hands, how to be violent with them, how to get rid of blocks, and continue moving along. Um, ultimately, for Nazir Smith, I do think you're right. I think if he continues to play football at a high level this fall, he can shoot up the rankings some once folks see him play, you know, some more meaningful football. Um, having a chance to see him um, back two Saturdays ago at Mercedes-Benz, they played a really good Walton team. He's a guy that, you know, demanded a double team most of the night. Um, just, And I think a lot of that has to do with his, with his athleticism. He's going to win too much in one-on-ones at the high school level. Um, in terms of his recruitment, he's a guy that his, his recruitment has been rather quiet. Tennessee's continued to sit in a good spot there for some time. Um, but when you talk about him not playing a lot of football, he hasn't taken a lot of visits either, Eric. No. Um, you know, so he's a guy that I think you're going to see other teams come into the picture. Um, we'll see how many visits he takes this fall. Right now he's scheduled to be in Tennessee – the weekend of September 30th. And I think you'll probably make a decision sometime, you know, mid to late October as, as things unfold today. But ultimately, the Vols sit in a good spot with this one. We'll see who continues to get involved here and try to shake things up. All right. So two weekends of the high school football season already in the books. A big one coming up this weekend, not only because um, Tennessee's playing in the mid-state, but it's because coaches can get out and look at things and, you know, see things with their own eyes uh, with that September the 1st date. Um, I know we'll have more information on this as the week goes on and in the war room, but 
uh, some games you think the Tennessee coaches could be at, and of course, where are you going to be? Actually, I already know where you're going to be, but tell everybody else where you're going to be this Friday night in terms of watching some Tennessee targets. Yes, I think when you look at where Tennessee's playing this week in the mid-state, it's a really good opportunity to, to as Josh Heibel likes to say, say showcase your brand of football um, in front of a different type of audience. And they'll do that this weekend against Virginia, um, you know, playing in Nashville. And I think you'll see Tennessee coaches in the Nashville area. Um, I'll be at Brentwood Academy to see George McIntyre, um, Shavar Young and company take on um, Christian Brothers out of Memphis. Um, you know, I think Tennessee is going to continue to recruit the mid-state very hard um, in, you know, not only this weekend, but in, you know, the long term. And it starts with George McIntyre for these next couple of classes. Um, that's where I'm trying to get to here. He's just a guy, I think, that holds so much weight. Obviously, Deuce not, you know, has moved into Lipscomb now, and, and Tennessee's been heavily involved there. But, you know, for, for Tennessee, I think it starts right now with George McIntyre at the quarterback position in 2025. And, you know, Tennessee will be out to see him on Friday night, and that should tell you what type of priority that he is. All right. If you like what you saw, if you like what you're hearing right now from Matt Ray, you're in luck because we're going to do this every single week, a Wednesday feature here at VolQuest.com. So much attention is on the season that's now here, and, and deservingly so. We spend nine months of the offseason hyping it up, so we got to talk Tennessee football. But uh, we're still going to get you all the Tennessee recruiting information, your number one destination for Tennessee recruiting. That's right here at VolQuest.com with Austin Price and Matt Ray. Uh, Matt, as always, appreciate it, man. And uh, we will preview some big-time targets who are coming in for visits before the Austin P game and Tennessee's first home game next week. But I appreciate it, man. Thanks for being here. Yeah, ma'am. All right, he's Matt Ray. I'm Eric Kane. This is a VolQuest.com production. Appreciate you guys. And as always, happy game day. Welcome back to the season.